Hi guys, it's Jill, and welcome back to the Equine in Theory podcast. We are currently on episode number five, and today we are going to be talking about balancing responsibilities and motivation to get everything done. (laughs) Because as an equestrian and a college student, my time is important and limited, so I'm going to sort of run through what my day is like and how I stay on top of everything, and then at the end, I'm going to answer some of you guys' questions that um, you asked me on my Instagram story, so I'm sort of going to get after it, so let's get going. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we're going to try and tackle this topic that I keep having to refilm because it is, it's so easy to get off topic and say irrelevant information, so I'm going to try and stick to my topics here. But first, I want to talk about sort of what my schedule is like, like my to-do list, if you will. So I am currently taking 12 hours of a course load. I was taking 15, but there was an issue with the syllabus and um, I didn't see where the work was, and I ended up having to drop the course because the professor was like, don't email me if you missed an assignment, it counts as an absence. And I was like, okay, you know what, I'm not gonna bother him, I'm just going to drop the class. And um, But I normally take 15 hours, but I'm taking 18 next semester to make it up. But um, anyway, for the most part, I have classes that I have to go to, I have my horse to work with, I have Mac, who is the other positive reinforcement horse alongside mine, which is Zoe. And then I have, um, let's see, I've got V-Style, Beauty, Twinkie, Dave, Cricket, um, Maze, and I think that's it. I think that's everybody that I have to ride regularly. Uh, My boss also just got a new horse, so I might be riding him here and there. The point is, I have a lot of horses to ride. (laughs) So, between college, Zoe, Mac, the horses I have to ride, and then posting on Instagram every single day, posting on YouTube every Monday, and posting a podcast every Tuesday, with also having to do homework, I have to be very careful with my schedule. And that's not to include the chiropractic appointments or when I used to get my nails done. Um, I have not gotten my nails done in a while due to lack of funds and lack of time. So I do the best I can (laughs) with everything. Um, Right now, my schedule is pretty much 
that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which we're going to call the odd days because there are three of them and three is an odd number. And Tuesday, Thursday are the even days because there are two of them and two is an even number. Um, but that's, I don't know, I'm weird about stuff like that. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the odd days, I have a 10 a.m. and a 2 p.m. class. And then uh, the even days, I have just one class. Um, and you know, it gets canceled a lot because my professor's like, I have a conference. I'm sick. I don't feel like coming. So they just like assign a video online and, um, which is cool with me if I don't have to drive all the way there. Cause it's an hour round trip. It's pretty much 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back. So just a little shy of an hour. And if I stop to get lunch, then it is an hour. So that's a big chunk out of my day, especially on the, um, odd days because I, have to go to school twice. So I have to 30 minutes there for 10 a.m., 30 minutes back. Then I hang out here for a while and then 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back for my 2 p.m. So on the odd days, um, I pretty much just do Mac and Zoe because that's really all I have time for. I don't have time to go get several horses, tack them up, ride them, and then be done. And, um, you know, I do what I can in the afternoons as well. Um, because I'm not responsible for feeding or anything like that. So, um, I'm pretty much just here to quote unquote train the horses, <laughs> Front says the amateur. But, um, yeah, so I know my situation's a bit unique because, um, I, my job is to work with horses and so I don't have like a retail or fast food job to do where I can't be here. So it makes it a lot easier um, when I don't have to drive to the barn, I can just walk off my front porch and, aha, I'm at the barn. <laughs> so, yeah, that's sort of my situation. I pretty much just have, I mean, the social media stuff can be done at nighttime for the most part, except filming for YouTube, and I try to post on Instagram in the mornings, but that's pretty easy. I either do that right when I wake up or when I'm waiting on my professor to start a lecture, um, but for the most part, that all gets done at night, as well as my homework and, um, you know, day to day is going to class and working with the ponies. And I try to get all my work done during the week so that I have the weekend to sort of hang with the boyfriend and watch Game of Thrones, you know, and, um, and just eat my feelings and sit here and not have to worry about anything. That rarely ever happens. I always end up having to do something. But, um, that's the goal, at least, is to have a break on the weekends. But, um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much, an average day for me is getting up, going to class, coming back, working with Mac, working with Zoe, then, um, you know, eating something, then going back to class, and then when I get home, I might sit for an hour or so and just watch a show just because I, I have to. <laughs> like, I can't just go, go, go all day without one break. Um, so I'll take a break and eat something and like a little snack before I start into everything else. And then I'll start, you know, doing my homework or recording a podcast episode or, um, reading some of my positive reinforcement slash equine behavior books or, um, what else do I do? Uh, editing a YouTube video. That has become one of my least favorite activities lately because it is so time consuming. It takes like anywhere from four to 12 hours to edit a video. It's ridiculous. So please appreciate them when you watch them because it takes me a while to get through all the footage, especially the positive reinforcement ones. The last one I did had two hours of footage for me to condense into a 10 minute video. So that was lots of fun. But um, yeah, so 
I mean, that's pretty much what an average day looks like for me on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I mean, and Tuesday, Thursdays are pretty much get up, ride as many horses as I can, then work with Mac and Zoe, and then shower, eat something, and get dressed and go to class. And then when I get home, it's pretty much the same afternoon routine, either read, write a blog post, edit, whatever. And that's, that's what I do. Um, so yeah, I think that that about encompasses everything. And before I jump into motivation, keeping organized, staying on top of everything, and um, how I keep that 4.0 GPA, baby, uh, I want to quickly get to our sponsor. We back. <laughs> so for staying organized, I have tried keeping a tangible calendar, my phone calendar, and none of it works. I like having the tangible calendar just so I can like, you know, cross off days and feel productive, but I never really look at it. Um, and I also have always been a fan of making to-do lists, but I have a really hard time keeping up with them. <laughs> so I end up losing them and I'm like, well, now I don't know what I need to do. So what I do that works best for me is in my phone, I have the little, like, little notes app. I have an iPhone. And so I just create a heading for each of my classes. And then I have, you know, test dates, assignment due dates, what I have to do for each class. You know, if there are chapters of a book I need to look over because Lord knows I'm not going to read them. And I'm <laughs> terrible influence. Um, anyway, so I keep a note of everything like that. And then under that, I'll have what I need to do for the week, social media-wise, what video I'm going to film, and uh, when I need to do that, what podcasts and when, and um, because b believe it or not, I have to plan really carefully with daylight when I can film and I have to know what kind of video, and I don't like waiting to the weekend because I'm normally trying to like be a human on the weekends and not a workaholic, so trying to film and edit isn't really in the cards. <laughs> um, so I have to get that done during the week for Monday's video. And um, so yeah, I just like keep a list. And if I have like a chiropractic appointment or something under um, that day, I'll keep it in the list under all of my classes and just kind of have a running tab, sort of. And then after I complete it, I'll just erase it. I check that list like at least twice a day, at least, but often more times. So um if I've got a lot of homework, it just really helps me stay organized so I don't forget an assignment because that's really honestly the best way to keep up your GPA if that's something that you even care about is just doing the assignments. And I've always found that if you do them all to the best of your ability and try to get a high grade on all of them at the beginning of the semester, then you can kind of have a cushion for the end of semester and you won't be so stressed out about finals and making every little percentage count. Um, and I mean, I'm not saying slack off and don't do your assignments, but it just, it helps alleviate the stress a little bit coming from a very stressy person. <laughs> so make sure to keep a list of everything, stay on top of your assignments, at least at the first of the semester and, um, really just get everything done. And that's, that's really the biggest thing. And I, I, some of my professors have tons of assignments and little assignments that help you a lot with your grade. And then some professors only have exams in attendance and you just, you do what you can. And if you make a bad grade on one of those exams, then 
you better have A's on the rest of them so you get a passing average. But um, for the most part, just stay on top of everything, keep a list, and you should be fine. So that's that's sort of my tip on that. Um, I often get asked on as far as motivation, and um, I want to talk about two aspects of it. Um, the first being that, like, there obviously... I can only speak for myself, but I have a lot to do in a day and over several days. So staying motivated to keep on top of everything and not just be like, well, I don't need a YouTube video this week or well, I'll skip the podcast or well, I don't really feel like doing that homework, so I'm not going to do it. I honestly can't explain it. I have always been someone who just no matter how much I didn't really want to do something that I knew I needed to do. I would just do it anyway. <laughs> and I know that that may not make a whole lot of sense, but I've just been like, you know, I want a high grade. I want to keep up with my social media and I want to keep in touch with you guys and, you know, stay consistent with it. So I'm just going to do it no matter how much I don't want to or don't feel like it right now. And, you know, obviously with YouTube, sometimes that doesn't happen. And most of the time it's just because I could not find a time or idea to film that week. Um, but most of the time I'm like, just do it, knock it out, get it over with and proceed. And homework is pretty much like that earlier. I didn't, I hadn't, cause for my online class for developmental psych, I have, um, he sends out these lectures and they're in PowerPoints, but they have voice recordings. So he sends them out to us and I had four of them and they're all about 30 to 45 minutes each. And I just watched four of them. <laughs> and took notes on all of them. And then for my motivation class, we didn't have class today. So I should actually be on my way there right now if we were having class. But um, they, he sent out three videos for us to watch. And then like the assignment was just to like describe and, you know, like relate it to your life. So that's what I did. I just like knocked it all out. And sometimes I let things build up, but I said this when I recorded the podcast last, and I don't know why I kind of just came to the epiphany in the moment, but I think that, because I really thrive on the feeling of like, ah, everything's done. I've knocked it all out, but I'm also a procrastinator. So you would think that doesn't really make sense, but if you really think about it, it does, because the more you procrastinate, the more you have to do. So it all piles up and then you're kind of like stressed about it, but the bigger the relief of not having it. So the more stuff you have to do, the bigger the relief when you get it done. Um, so for some reason, I guess that's why those two work together. Because if I don't have a lot to do and I knock it out, I'm like, okay, well, that's done. But if I have a ton of stuff to do and I knock it all out in one go, I'm like, wow, I really accomplished something. So that's, I procrastinate real bad. Like I should have been watching the developmental psych videos throughout the week. But from my perspective, I really, like, as long as I'm not passing a deadline, because um, watching those videos don't have a, or doesn't have a deadline, so um, I just kind of like to let everything pile up so that I can do other things in between, and then I can dedicate time to sit down, knock it all out, and be done with it. And um, that's kind of how I am with my direct messages, too, on Instagram. Sometimes I respond the same day that people send me a message and sometimes it'll take a week or two because I have to sit down and go through all of them and oftentimes they're very long messages 
um, or they ask several questions that are going to take me a really long time to answer. So, you know, I take my time doing it and I don't want to be rushed and send like a short answer most of the time, unless that's what it is asking. Um, but I really like to just knock things out. So having a list to tie it back helps me keep up with everything. And then the motivation aspect is just like, I know I'll feel so much better when I get it done. And, um, I want to keep my grade high and with horses, this is my second aspect because, you know, it can be really hard when you're tired and you've got so much going on to just like lace up your boots and go to the barn. Um, it's, it's easier for me cause I just have to put on clothes and walk outside. Um, but there was a point where I was at college and I was living at home and I had to go to the barn and I had to drive 35 minutes to get there. Um, and I know how difficult that can be. And honestly, I slacked a whole lot. That was right before Zoe Collect. Um, and I wasn't really riding a whole lot over the summer just because I was in doing online, or not online school, I was doing uh, summer classes at my last college. And I was like, this is, this is too much. And I just kind of want to nap all the time or lay out by the pool. But now I'm more determined than ever to work with Zoe and all the other horses. And even if I'm not really feeling it that day, I know that I have goals to work towards. Obviously for the horses for work, I, I need to do that because A, it will keep my boss happy and B, it will put money in my pocket so that I can afford groceries. Um, but as far as like working with Zoe, I just, she, now it's more that she's like, hey, you need to come work with me because she'll hang her head over the fence. I cannot sit on my porch without her hanging her head over the fence and glaring her cute little eyeballs and burning holes in my soul. She's like, you need to come out and we need to do something. So I'm like, okay, fine. And, um, so she's, she's been the biggest motivating factor for me lately. Um, cause I know she enjoys what we do. Um, and that's also helped me a lot. And I wish somebody had told me, you know, when I was lacking motivation with horses, to try something new or just change, change the pattern. And that's really the biggest thing because when you're, when you're so set in drilling movements, drilling a dressage pattern or drilling a jump course, and you're just drilling, 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 I want to get this movement down. I want to nail that height or whatever you're trying to do. Um, it can get really monotonous and you can get really down easily and be like, wow, this is super boring or I'm not achieving my goal. And I don't really know if I want to do this anymore. And for me, when I was in that place before I switched to positive reinforcement, I just, like, called it a day, went home, came back the next day and tried again. And maybe I would try riding in a different saddle, try something, like, just go for a hack or something like that. And um, things usually got better. And there were times where I would be in, like, a bad month or week or several months of just like really not enjoying riding. And that was what was happening during that same summer that um, right before Zoe Collect, you know, I was having school and none of my saddles fit Zoe and she was just a pain to ride. And I was like this, I'm not having fun. I don't know if I want to do this. And so I just like kind of stopped. And I wish I had tried earlier to switch to positive reinforcement, but um, I don't know. It just... Um, and this isn't to be a podcast. Obviously, this podcast is about positive reinforcement, the whole, like, thing itself. This episode, not so much. But um, 
I don't know. I just, I now am more motivated than ever to go work with her because she gets to problem solve and I get to problem solve because I have to figure out how to communicate to her without words what I want her to do. And um, it's, it's really fun for me, especially when I'm like, okay, she's not getting it. You know, I want her to stand still and she keeps backing up. What do I do? And then I figure out a, a new way to ask the question and then she gets it. And I'm like, it's the biggest like, ah, oh, yes, I nailed it feeling ever. So I, I chase that as well. And that really keeps me motivated to um, work with her. Um, whereas when I was writing, you know, traditionally it was sort of just like, well, I want to, you know, be a competitive eventer, this too shall pass and I'll just keep pushing. Um, really what I should have done was have her evaluated and make sure the saddle fit, have a vet out, have the dentist out, you know, check everything instead of just pushing through. So really if you're having an issue, make sure you rule out everything medically and pain related because, um, training can't fix pain. So make sure that that's not an issue, um, that could be causing some problems that are in turn causing a decline in motivation. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just try and set yourself up for success. And if it's something that you just genuinely dread doing, um, see if you can find a way to make it more fun for yourself. Maybe incorporate something that you like to do or reward yourself after, with, um, you know, your favorite cookie or ice cream or go out to get dinner with your family or something that you like to do after you accomplish the task that's maybe not so fun. Or if you just really can't get into it, there are other things out there to do. And I'm talking about, like, if riding isn't your thing, um, then try something else. Maybe try just playing with your horse on the ground. Personally, I find that more enjoyable than riding the other horses out here. And then even I did riding Zoe. And I find it super fun to work on the ground. And um, riding is just kind of like, I don't know, I guess where it all comes together. And so, I don't know, I like the problem solving, let's work on this aspect a whole lot. Um, but I don't know, that's, that's sort of my thing. Motivation is a tricky topic. Um, it's really just about your goals and keep your eye on them. And if what you're doing isn't going to help you achieve that goal, then maybe revise it and reevaluate. See if that's really something that you need to be doing. And, um, yeah. So I think that's, that's about it for motivation. And really my biggest tip, I like, I'm sorry that I don't have a ton of tips on how to stay on top of things, but my biggest one is just keep a list of everything. Go through the syllabus and write down everything that you're going to need for that week or the next week and just like keep on top of it. And, um, that's really, really the only thing that I do to stay on top of everything. I hate to say it. Um, but now let's jump into some questions from, Instagram from you guys. Um, yeah, let me read through some of these. Um, most of them are all the same, how to do consistent work with the horses while also doing life. And really it's just, I mean, the other thing I do aside making a list is at night I'll lay down and plan out my day like time by time. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a super type A thing to do, but I'm just like, okay, I have to be at class by 10. So when I get back, I'll have this amount of time to eat and then I can work with so-and-so for this long and so-and-so for this long before I have to leave. And I sort of just like make a little plan. And sometimes I have to write it out, but most of the time it's just mental before bed. Um, 
motivated to go to the barn after a long day at school. That one is really difficult for me. <laughs> like when it's been a really long day of running errands or being at class, because, um, you know, my schedule's not always been this one and I've had really long days and then had to ride after and it can be really difficult. But I mean, you really don't even have to like, I don't know, maybe I'm not answering the question in the way that you would like, but you don't really have to ride. You can just go hang out with the horse and not do something super ex exertive, exertional. I don't know how to make that an adjective, um, <laughs> but something that doesn't require a whole lot of exertion. There we go. Um, and that's why I like the positive reinforcement too, because it's, it's more brain work for you and the horse than it is, um, you know, physical. And if, I don't know, I am always kind of like, if you're not really feeling like riding after you've done everything, then maybe you're not enjoying it to the fullest extent. Um, because, you know, we all started riding because we love riding horses, but if after class that's not the thing that you're, like, really excited and rushing to go do, then maybe try something else. I know I'm sounding like a broken record here at this point, but if you're not looking forward to riding, then maybe it's time to change things up a little bit. Um, how do I make time to study before tests and still ride? Again, I'm probably not going to be super helpful. Um, I don't really study for tests. I mean, the night before, I will go through the study guide if there is one and um, highlight the parts of my notes that answer those questions and then look over that. And, but I mean, some of my classes don't have study guides. And for that, I'll read over my notes the night before. And then I, when I go to class, I'll rush over them right before I'm about to take the test. And then I take it and I usually make an A. <laughs> and I know that's really not helpful and I'm not trying to, you know, be super egotistical here, but I just, I have never really had to study for tests. Um, that's not particularly helpful. I'm sorry. Um, but I mean, I guess to answer that question, I would say do it at night. Um, you know, if the sun is set, you can't ride. That's, I mean, that's pretty much how it is for me. Um, so just do all your work at nighttime instead of watching, you know, Catfish the TV show for two hours, watch it for one hour and study for the other. <laughs> um, how do you motivate yourself when you have a bad day, including horses, getting injured, life sucking, etc.? Um, pretty much when I'm sick or can't ride, I don't. Sorry about that. Forgot to mute the computer. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much I just don't. Um, because I know if I'm sick and, you know, not feeling well, I'm not going to be thinking or acting at the best of my ability. And that's not going to, you know, create a positive outcome for the horse. I don't use it as an excuse. If I have like, you know, allergy cold, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I can't go ride because my nose is stuffy. But, you know, I mean, if I'm like, down with the flu or recovering from it. I make sure I'm fully recovered before I go try and work with the horses. As far as a bad day goes, sometimes when you're having a bad day, it might just be best to not ride or not work on anything. If you can't be in a mental state that will be helpful, um, then it's probably not going to go well because you might be in more of a confrontational mindset or might have more tendency to get aggressive and or frustrated more easily and um you know if you're not able to calm down before which i hardly ever am um then just just skip it it's uh, one day won't hurt you um 
Most of these are just about how to stay motivated when you're tired. Um, motivation to do things that aren't horse related. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just for like school. I, I want the grade. I want to keep my four point and I want to be impressive for future careers um, or future if I'm going to graduate school or something like that. Um, then I just, I want to be at the top of my game and be as quote unquote impressive on paper as possible. So that's how I motivate myself to do that. There's not really much else to it. (laughs) I'm not particularly interested in the material, especially now because all of it is stuff I'm already learning from the positive reinforcement books. Um, how to have a happy sleep schedule and general self-care. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know. I normally go to bed between, midnight is early for me. Normally it's 1 or 2 a.m. And then I wake up at around, you know, 8.30, between 8.30 and 10 a.m. So I don't really get a whole lot of sleep. And sometimes I have to take a nap during the day because I'm exhausted. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like self-care, I mean, I was going to therapy there for a little while, um, but sort of, because, I mean, don't we all deal with depression and anxiety? <laughs> and I was just sort of like, I would like to talk to an independent third party about this and just see what their thoughts are. And um, I sort of weaned off of that and was like, I think I'm I'm set now and I have her contact if I ever need to go back. But um, I'm, I'm pretty on top of my mental health and um, I do yoga when I can. That's normally a... 11 p.m. to 10 p.m. activity, like, in right in that time after I've done all my homework. If it's not too late, then I'll, I'll do a little, little exercise. And as far as food goes, I have a terrible diet. Like, I pretty much eat a granola bar in the morning. I eat beef jerky and Smart Pop, maybe a Pop-Tart, <laughs> and um, Subway pretty much every day, and maybe a bowl of SpaghettiOs at night. Isn't that awful? Do you want to throw up? Because I do. <laughs> um... Sorry about your ears if that was loud. Um, I mean, all of these are pretty much the same. Oh, I guess this one, it doesn't really have to do with the topic, but what made me want to go to school for psychology? Originally, I wanted to be in the FBI, and um, that still might be a career path. I'm not 100% sure for or against it, but um, that was why I wanted to go for psychology, but it also worked out because I'm really into... Um, behavior modification, behavior analysis, and, um, you know, behavioral issues with animals. So it's all in the same vein. So it worked out. Um, um, So a lot of the questions are also about like a routine. And I mean, I don't really have a set routine for every day. I have like a basic outline. But like I said, for the most part, when I go to bed at night, I plan for the next day and, like, make sure I I know going into the day, like, what I'm going to have to do. And I sort of just conceptualize it, think about it, and sleep on it, and then wake up and get her done, so to speak. So, yeah, I think that is pretty much most of the questions. I'm going to check my post one last time. Um... Do horses in school actually work together? They can. They absolutely can. Uh, it's. I would say it's much easier if you only have one horse to work with. Um, I know that people, like, you know, have their jobs and whatnot, but um, I would say, I don't know, because I, I don't spend as many hours 
with the other horses as you would at a normal job. But, um, I mean, it's essentially, oh my God, essentially like a part-time job. And, um, I still work in Zoe and it doesn't happen every day, but I try to make it happen every day. Um, so, you know, I, I can imagine that there will always be some time. And if this semester is really hard for you to find time to work with your horse, then plan your schedule next semester to a lot time for your horse if it's something that's genuinely important to you. Um, and the other question, what have I figured out that helps me handle both? It's really just making plans and plans and plans and plans. I am such a planner and a half. I'm very type A and like, this is how things are going to get done. And then I try to execute that to the best, my best ability. Um, and staying consistent with working, um, with Zoe and Mac, with the rest of life going on, it's pretty much the same. I feel like I'm not giving different answers to these questions, but it's really just, just do it. <laughs> and, um, like I said, sometimes I'll have to work with them in their stalls. Well, Zoe's not stalled anymore, but Mac is still in a stall. And, um, sometimes I'll have to work with them at night and, um, try and get stuff done then because our, our stalls have lights. Um, and does driving affect the amount of time I get to spend at each place? Um, yeah, it, it does because, I mean, it especially affects my time here at home because when I have to drive two hours per day, you know, two round trips to class, that's two hours that I lose to be here working with the horses. So it, it really can be troublesome, but I think that if you're very careful with your time that you can make anything happen, um, you know... I often will be like, I don't have time to do yoga, or I don't have time to edit that, or do my homework, and the reality is I do. It might cut into my sleep schedule, but um, all you really have to do is cut out how much time you watch TV or spend playing on your phone, and if you can get your responsibilities done first, then you have all the time in the world to do the rest of that. So that's pretty much what I do. Sometimes I'll it'll take me such a long time to get everything done that I need to get done, that I'll stay up even later just to watch a show and decompress a little bit before bed. So I think that answers pretty much all of the questions that you guys had regarding college and, you know, balancing it all with motivation and writing and all that. So I think I pretty much covered it. I hope that helps um, some of you guys that are maybe going into college or not really sure what to expect. Cute burp. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Equine in Theory. If you would like to see more from me and the horses, be sure to check us out on social media platforms like Instagram and YouTube at Jet Equitheory. That's J-E-T-E-Q-U-I-T-H-E-O-R-Y. I also have a website, which is simply jetequitheory.com, where I have all of the horses that I talked about earlier available for sale. Um, I have a glossary of all of the words pertaining to operant conditioning and positive reinforcement. If that's something that you've been perhaps a bit confused about, also have an entire podcast episode on that. <laughs> um, and I also have an entire resource page where I link to clickers, treat pouches, other equine positive reinforcement podcasts, all the books you could need to get started. 
and um, lots of really helpful resources. So if that's something you're interested in, please head over to my website. I also have a blog on there. Um, one of my latest blog posts I posted about um, why I haven't been writing Zoe or Mac and uh, predominantly Zoe really. And um, also have a podcast or well a podcast and a blog post detailing about why use a clicker. So make sure that you check those out. They are there for your convenience created by somebody who had no idea what they were doing for somebody who has no idea what they're doing. I really wanted a place where I had everything I needed to know all in one place. So that's what I made. So make sure you check all of those out and I will catch you guys next Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day slash night.